I don't think your little outing weekend has quite been going to plan, have you? Grandpa was right. Didn't go over so well for Felix, either. I can see Grandpa and Daddy, but they can't see me. Your wife is in there, and you think you can sweet talk her and make this all seem like it's going for you. Helps you smell. Is this some fatherly advice? You know you haven't exactly been running a tight ship. Don't talk down at me, boy. This treehouse is a good place to hide. Do it then. Daddy? Welcome. This is the Ridgewood Inn, a family-friendly retreat nestled in the forest, not far from the shore. Stop in and stay a while. Who knows? Life, as you know it, may change forever. This week at the Ridgewood Inn, Episode 8, Ultimatum. You know, shame's a difficult thing to live with. And I've had just about enough of this pony show we've got here. I told you I knew what you were, and I'm not in the habit of talking out of my ass. What do you mean? I saw it. Up there, in the window. Then you saw it was an accident. I saw what I saw. And I've seen plenty of accidents in my day. Wait, wait. You do think I killed Joyce? Are you insane? Lord knows you've not been the best husband or father in the damn world. But I damn sure was ready to give my son-in-law the benefit of the doubt. But you're just as much of a liar. Good. I'm so glad you saw it fit to grace me with this little chat. How long do you think you can keep your family around with you screwing around like this, And What the hell would even make me want to kill Joyce? Or whatever you're implying that I did. You ain't in a courthouse now, son. And what made you want to? I don't know. And motive don't interest me. What interests me is what the hell's going to happen to my daughter and granddaughter if they're left with some loser. You know, your little girl's out of the house. She's grown. She doesn't need you around defending her from everything anymore. And you know what else? That was a damn good thing for her, too. As long as she pops some of those pills into her mouth every day, coupled with a healthy helping of whatever crap you tell her, she'll be just fine, right? Solid-thinking men like you can't go wrong. This is some kind of inquisition. I'd have brought my lawyer. Still ain't in a courthouse, Tony. Still ain't got no lawyers here. So you'd best form up with your own defense, because it ain't looking good for you in the here and hey, now. your marriage wasn't exactly polished either. Don't you try and turn this at me, boy. You're the one who came out here, trying to fix all your marriage problems, your family problems. And how's that been going? Oh, it's all fine. All of it. We're gonna be okay. You can't be this far gone, Tony. Listen to me. Whatever this is, whatever's going on, it's not working. You're not saving your marriage here. Sometimes you just have to let go for the... For the what? You think I could just abandon them like this? Tony, they're struggling with you on this. You can't gather up a ball of yarn that's been unraveling for years. You can if there's someone to help you. And that's Carrie. We can fix this. Anthony, you're gonna have to move on. I said I wanted to help you. I'm trying. There's nothing else can be done here. I didn't want to have to do this, son. But you've left me no choice. (laughs) 
You're okay, Red. You're okay, Red. All right, Carrie. Everything's gonna be okay. Two, three, five, seven. Yes, seven should be enough. Steady the the, the nerves. Well, that's one thing that's cleared up. So let's clear something else up. Listen carefully, because I'm not going to repeat myself. Oh, that'll be new. Don't sass me, boy. Don't sass you? What am I, 12? You're welcome to conduct your affairs however damn well you please. But I've got my own detention. So if we're done... We've only just started here, boy. Keep it going. Keep it... Going. Yeah! Oh, God. Right. No more branches. Wait a minute. I got it right here in the other half of my handcuffs. Nina's hand. I wonder if... Hmm. Rigor mortis. Damn thing's practically a climbing pick. You're useful after all, Nina. <laughs> Could call a cab, but... No, can't call a cab. Not out here, not at this hour. But Tony's gonna come back in here, and who knows what he'll go on about. I... Getting out of this damn house. Lily, me, getting out! <laughs> a knife? Get it together, Carrie. These pills are supposed to help. If you call me boy, one more time, old man. You know what? We're done here. I'm going back to talk to my wife. You ought not to do that. You're going to want to hear what I have to say. Oh, I haven't wanted to hear any of this since I stepped outside. I haven't wanted to say any of this. You're right. Your affairs are yours. Can sure as hell be certain they ain't mine. But when oh, you... finally! We agree! Then listen real close, boy. You've got my daughter pacing herself sick up there. You're going to do one of two things. Oh, I can't wait to hear him. You're going to go back in there and talk to your wife and tell her more about how your tiny little brain thinks this whole trip is peaches. I can't wait for the ore. And if you do that, I'll be phoning up the police. Bring them straight here. So what's the ore? Or you can leave here tonight. Now. Sign those divorce papers that you can bet Carrie's already got drawn up. Walk away from it from her, from your little girl. Let them get on with their lives, not cling to them like gum on a shoe. You expect me to do that? If I ever expected you to be smart, it'd be now. You know Carrie's hurting. Marriage ain't meant to be pain. I was never a perfect husband or a perfect father. I walked away from it, because that was best. That's what this is, huh? I want you to do what's best for them, damn it. Not you. It can't always be you, Tony. Think about your little girl. Lily's supposed to grow up to be a proper adult with all this going on. My little Junebug's gonna grow up just fine. Yes, she will. If you walk away right now, right now, Tony. Maybe you can let this marriage crumble, but some of us just don't throw it all away. You think it didn't hurt? It hurts, believe that. But you can't be afraid of your own pain. Not when it's hurting your family, too. No, I am fixing this family! Now, maybe you can't see that. Fine. It is my problem, and I'm fixing it my way. No, I'll be fixing it my way. 
Take one more step up to that house, and you're already in that prison orange, with a number on your chest. I'll leave them either way, is that it? Afraid so, Tony. Just the way it is. After all that's been happening here these few days, nothing else for it. I have to take care of my own. Well, that's what this is, isn't it? What are you talking about? Just want to take care of your little girl again, huh? Bring Carrie home? Raise her all proper? Your way? I'm just trying to- Oh, yeah, you are. Just like I've been. And you're not backing down. I'm not backing down. That's it, then? Knew if I picked at it long enough, you'd go all true colors on me. Boy. We're gonna change this up, old man. I'm going to go into that house, I'm going to talk to my wife, and I am going to fix this! And if you so much as look at that telephone, I'm gonna be wiping pieces of you off the wall. That is how far I am willing to go for this. Can't imagine Carrie or Lily would take much more to you if you kill me. That's why it's best to just walk away from this. Can't do that. Not with the husband and father of my only family left being a psychotic. (laughs) Proud of me now, old man. Huh? Besides, as I recall, you walked your little girl down the aisle to marry this psycho. Things are broken here. Sure. But damned, if I won't set him right tonight! Do it then. Will Tony tell Carrie about his involvement in her father's death? Will Red be able to make it back alive? Can Carrie survive the unraveling of her life? And can Lily endure what she's witnessed? Listen to Ridgewood Inn, Episode 9, Rangers to the Rescue. This episode of Ridgewood Inn was written by Jason Marnoka, directed by Neil Kraft, and produced by Jessica Sampson. With music and executive post-production by me, Jesse Patent. The cast features... John Turvanis as Tony Foster, Arden Levesque as grown-up Lily, Rebecca Melzer as Carrie Foster, Trinity Bliss as young Lily, Rick Caston as Pa, Michael Lavalley as Red Campbell, Mo Hunt as Joyce Campbell, Margaret Mahar as Dr. Nina Pritchard, Jesse James Austin as Felix, Assistant Director, Jessica Sampson, Recording Engineer, Dominic Caviani. Production Assistant, Erica Coda. This program was produced for the Columbia College Chicago School of Media Arts Radio Department and WCRX-FM, the student-run radio station of Columbia College Chicago. This is Dan Parkinson.